0: Hello, and welcome to Diverse and Inclusive Leaders. This is the show where I speak with the most inspirational and thought-provoking leaders of today and unearth their unique stories of diversity and inclusion to help inspire, educate, and motivate others to make the world a better place. Today, I'm joined by the epic Kevin Donnelly. He is the Managing Director of BritFix Soft Drinks in Ireland. He's going to be talking to us Today. A little bit about uh, holistic diversity, his background, how he came to be where he is today, in addition um, to all of the different facets involved when it comes to uh, recruiting, engaging and retaining employees. Now, we know already that one of the best ways to recruit, engage, retain employees is to create a diverse, mm-hmm. inclusive workplace culture. Most organisations are already on this diversity and inclusion bandwagon. But the question is, how do you build a successful program if you are just on the early stages of the journey? One thing is for sure, there is no one way. And speaking to Kevin, we're going to hopefully unearth a whole number of um, different things around creating conditions to ensure that the diversity and inclusion strategy at BritVic uh, has flourished. Additionally, we'll hear about Britvic's public commitments on social and political issues and how important it has been to share their beliefs and commitments publicly with employees, customers, investors and shareholders. Welcome Kevin.
1: Hi Leah, and thank you for the opportunity to share our experiences with you.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here. And before we get stuck into questions, I wonder whether you could give us a whistle-stop tour of of you and how you came to be MD over at Britvic in sunny old Ireland.
1: Well, well, you'd probably find this hard to believe, but but I'm over thirty years in FMCG, um, a Unilever person. I say that because your your first real job, kind of in your formative years, it, it stays with you. But I'm, I'm with Britvic now thirteen years. I came in as marketing director. Uh, in the Irish business and then in 2013 became managing director. and, and it's been a roller coaster really. Uh, even though I've been in the same job for eight years, it's been different every year uh, and uh, I, I'm really enjoying it and I have the privilege of also sitting on the global executive team for Britvig uh, as one of the managing directors of the business units. and in 2018 I was asked and had the opportunity in fact of becoming the global sponsor. Uh, at the executive team level for diversity, inclusion, inclusion and belonging at Britwick.
0: Fabulous. And I've heard great things about your executive sponsorship, which we're starting to see now more and more across global organisations to really spearhead their diversity, inclusion, belonging, equity efforts. And um, since you and others have been at the helm um, of driving this change, we've seen some really great things happen. So let's start to explore that. Now, firstly, tell us how your programme got started and what was critical to its success? Were there obstacles that you had to overcome? And, and what worked and what didn't?
1: Well, Britvic started as a business on an international journey in 2005 when we became a PLC. And our 35 brands are now sold in over 100 countries. And we are committed to making Britvic a place where our workforce reflects the diversity of the communities that we serve. The current phase of our DI journey started in 2018 and we call this phase the Be Yourself uh, movement and this seeks to create an environment in Britwick every single day where colleagues feel that they belong, where the environment is genuinely inclusive, colleagues are encouraged uh, to be their authentic selves and are recognised and indeed respected for individual difference. I don't see this Leah as a programme in the traditional sense of that word I see it more as a mobilisation of colleagues right across Britvik, engaging hearts and minds and creating a, a diversity and inclusion movement. Critical to the success of this has been the making of DNI absolutely central to Britvik's purpose, vision, values, culture, and strategy. So not a bolt-on, uh, not something that's temporary, not something that's peripheral but absolutely central to what we are, what we want to become, and very much interwoven into everything we do. And that's worked really well. In all honesty, what hasn't worked well, I think, is at times we've lacked focus. We've tried to do too many things and spread ourselves too thinly. And we didn't realize that different countries and different business units in our group are operating in, in distinctly different local contexts and are operating from various starting points. So we were a little naive in thinking that one size would, would, would fit all, and, and, and we're trying to do a more tailor-made approach as we go forward.
0: That's so insightful, Kevin. Thank you so much. I love the way that you talk about hearts and minds because ultimately it is really difficult to properly drive this agenda forward without engaging on that intrinsic emotional level. Um, additionally, your, your candid honesty is, is just brilliant And um, because ultimately this is, is not a, an evolving journey. Um, it is easy to kind of get caught up in the wanting to um, do absolutely everything. But to your point, uh, different countries, different needs, understanding uh, the idiosyncratic details within each of those areas, I guess was then something that you really could identify as something to then work on moving forwards. Uh, the Be Yourself movement as well is, has uh, is been brilliant. Now, what about some of the biggest lessons that you learned uh, starting starting out on the journey as your, your first exec sponsor position for, for d and um, within the organisation? And what advice would you give to other organisations who are maybe in their, in their early days of this movement?
1: Well, I, I, I would like to share four big lessons with you, Leah, that, 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 that I've certainly experienced as sponsor uh, and, and as we've gone on the journey in Britvic. I think first and foremost you need humility and determination. When starting out, you need to see the current reality of your business through a d lens, not the reality that, that you want to create. And, and facing into uncomfortable truths at times, at the start of the journey, coupled with an unquestionable desire and commitment to tackle these issues, I think for me, that is the key to ensure meaningful and lasting improvement. I think secondly, you need senior leadership support. In our case, the unwavering support of both the BRITVIC PLC Board and the BRITVIC Global Executive Team. And the most important word there is unwavering. And by that, I mean support for D&I in good times and in bad times. Not just when the economic cycle or the business fortunes are on the up, but support when short-term pressures might be tricky or indeed as we've seen with COVID and with Brexit and all of the uh, business challenges that we're facing into, support those turbulent and volatile times as well. In a nutshell, you need senior leaders who are true believers. I think thirdly, you need to organize and mobilize to make sure that you can deliver initiatives efficiently, effectively and at pace. So we have a steering committee called the Be Yourself Steering Committee, which I have the privilege to share. And that draws its membership from every part of the business and every function. We have four network groups. We've got Be Proud, which is about LGBTQ plus issues. We have Be Seen, which is about invisible diversity. We've Be Empowered, which is women at Britvic. And we've got Be Diverse, our most uh, recent network group, which is about the BAME community. Uh, So, as a colleague in Britvic, you can sign up to the overall uh, overarching DNI program be yourself, and/or sign up to any uh, or all of the four network groups, because you've got to make it easy for colleagues to participate. And then my final big lesson is that you've got to set targets, and you've got to set stretching targets and share them wild, widely because then you're on the hook for delivering them. And that helps drive uh, focus and prioritization. So in a nutshell, face into the uncomfortable truths, secure the unwavering support of senior leaders, mobilize and organize and set stretching targets. They would be my four key lessons uh, over the last number of years.
0: Absolutely super. So clear, so succinct and really, really helpful advice there, Kevin. Thank you ever so much. And how about the importance of tracking and measuring to the success of your internal programmes?
1: Very, very important. Me- measurement and tracking are absolutely fundamental to check whether we're making progress. And it's going to be impossible to raise the bar even higher when you don't know where the bar is today. Uh, And a very good example would be that that we set ourselves a a target, uh, a global target of reaching 40% of women in leadership at Britvic by 2020. And thankfully we achieved that and now we're raising the bar even higher by setting a target of 50%, i.e. gender equality by 2025. And this is a very important non-financial key performance indicator. And if you pick up the BRITVIC annual report, you'll see it in there, along with the usual PLC uh, financial KPIs. I I think on on measurement, um, it's not easy, uh, particularly where diversity is less visible. For example, in the case of sexual orientation or indeed diverse abilities. Historically, uh, I've certainly found that that people in the main are less inclined to disclose this type of information. So we're spending a lot of time and effort explaining to colleagues why we're asking for the information and, most importantly, how we're going to use it. Anonymously, of course, and to the benefit of everyone. And this goes back to a point I made earlier, that that having DNA now interwoven into the very fabric of the organization, creates an even greater legitimacy for us to ask for personal data in support of servicing something that, that's, that's bigger than any individual, but, but is central to the business that we want to become.
0: Again, articulated so well there, Kevin, Um, the fact that this is not a one silver bullet situation, there are multiple, multiple different areas to consider visible and invisible financial target and other targets as well. But being incredibly solutions driven and goal orientated clearly uh, is something that is really driving forth the success and to hit that 40% and set again to 50%, um, I really do commend that. Now, over the last year, uh, BritVic has, has done a lot by way of diversity and inclusion, which is excellent. How has BritVic spoken out externally when it comes to social and political issues and what has been the reaction and feedback to this?
1: Well, well we're a soft drinks business, obviously, and, and we're not by nature party political, but, but we, do, we do always stand up for what we believe is right in society I think one of the best examples uh, over the last year has been our participation in the advertising boycott of, of, of Facebook back in July 2020. We agreed with the Stop Hate for Profit campaign that, that, that in, in reality Facebook just wasn't doing enough to, if you like, address the issues of, of, of racist uh, and, and violent content on the platform. The reaction of our stakeholders when we took the stand and participated was overwhelmingly positive. Uh, Colleagues, suppliers, uh, and customers all reacted very well. Some of our suppliers and customers also participated, which helped. And then you look at the impact of it and you go, well, look, it only put a small dent in in Facebook's enormous advertising revenues, but it probably did more from an impact perspective on, on the reputation of Facebook, not, not that we set out to have any damaging impact, but I think it, it, it got people, you know, pausing and, and, and thinking about uh, the issue of uh, hate speech. And, and, and certainly they did announce a third party audit, you know, to, to control it. So I like to think that it, it, it's an example. It's a small example, but an example nonetheless of, of how businesses working together collectively can be a force for social good.
0: It's incredible to see how social and political issues are being addressed more and more by really innovative, forward-thinking businesses. Uh, because we live in a society where everyone can take take to take to Twitter, take to Facebook, these online platforms, and there really must be something done about outright hatred and um, and negativity uh, like this. And so, again, commending you, Britvic, and all of the other organisations that got involved. It's just absolutely overwhelming to see that people are, and organisations are, leaders are willing to step up and put their head above the parapet and not willing um, to sit idle an example is an example at the end of the day and I remember one expression that someone once told me they said if you if you think you're ever too small to make a difference try sleeping in a room with a mosquito (laughs) not sure if it's necessarily the nicest example but it did make me smile and I thought wow that is that is true every single one of us we can make a difference (laughs) And finally, Kevin, I wonder what key lessons have you learned about being courageous and speaking up about issues?
1: Well, a personal view, I think that that words can be incredibly powerful. And as you say, particularly in this era of of amplification through social media, but I think unless your words are are backed with aligned actions, no no real meaningful change can happen. And, And I think... There, there is a danger of woke washing here and you've got to close the loop between words and action. What I would also say is we have to be practical as well. I don't think any company can speak out on, on every single social or political issue. Uh, so you have to be choiceful. And, and for me, issues that are aligned to our company's strategy and values and where we believe we can make a meaningful difference by speaking out I think they're the type of issues that we will choose to speak out on in the future.
0: Such an interesting point, because there are choices to be made by organisations, strategic choices. But you look at the changes in terms of this evolutionary process of diversity and inclusion, ESG Governance requirements for public companies—it's fascinating to see how these are really starting to blend and merge with one another, um, and that we are um, seeing demand. As to your earlier point, with, with shareholder demand—you know, keeping shareholders happy—it's also another thing that companies must be aware of. Looking back the last decade, it's it's sizably different uh, to how we looked at key performance indicators and and you know governance metrics and and so on and so forth. So Kevin it has been wonderful having you on the on the show today and a pleasure learning more about all the great work that you are doing at Britvic. Uh, I always do a brief summary uh, on some of the issues and challenges approached and the positive learning aspects of which there have been many. Uh, you've really taught us a huge amount about lessons for organizations starting out on the journey or organizations part way through the journey. Um, you, you said before uh, 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 an expression that really resonated with me and I hope will resonate with others is unquenchable desire, the unquenchable desire to continue learning, uh, the ability to really unearth these uncomfortable truths often, but also keep going with humility, Determination and proactivity when it comes to really stretching ourselves, stretching our capabilities, and also putting goals and metrics to a lot of the diversity and inclusion initiatives that we are looking at. Additionally, we've explored um, how we can raise the bar even higher when it comes to a number of aspects of both visible and invisible diversity, everything from uh, gender uh, goals through to looking at diverse abilities. Another brilliant expression uh, that you mentioned during the the interview. And finally, the importance for leaders to take on with open arms the responsibility of addressing social and political issues. Uh, This is the evolving role of our forward-thinking and innovative leaders of today, not just sitting by the wayside and watching negativity, but really to step up, take a stand for meaningful and sustainable long-term change for our future generations of leaders. Uh, Kevin, it's been an absolute joy uh, having you. My name is Layla McKenzie-Dallas, and you've been listening to Kevin Donnelly, Irish champion over for for BritVic with a fabulous sense of humour. If you'd like to check out Kevin and any of the great work that he's done, or even connect with him when it comes to uh, leadership sponsorship for diversity and inclusion, please do check him out on LinkedIn or get in touch with him via our Dial Global Network app. It's in the App Store, Dial Global Network, or visit us at www.dalglobal.org forward slash podcast. And we'll look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thank you so much for watching the Diverse and Inclusive Leaders podcast. Please do feel free to hit the like button below, or if you'd like to receive future notifications, do ping the notification bell here at the side. If you're interested in the audio version only, you can find it on the following streaming platforms. Any extra info and descriptions will be in the links below. Look forward to seeing you soon!